You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. Welcome back to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin. You're joined, of course, by myself, Clancy Overall. Errol Park, editor-at-large. How are you, Errol? Good, mate. Just uh, just still feeling a bit sick after having uh, my second vaccination. I'm not sure if this is, you know, a part of the deal, but, you know, I thought considering that, you know, it's going to make getting out of Queensland um, a, a bit easier in, in the future, I thought I should get on the train. So, mate, I'm, I am running a bit slow today, but I did do my own research and they indicated that this would happen. So, you know. There you have it, everyone. If they can... If they can get Errol Parker over the line, then I reckon I reckon everyone's going to be lining up to get their jab. You had your jabs, Wendell? Mate, uh, I am a young person, so I had to rush to get AstraZeneca a little while ago. Got the first dose there about a week ago, and it really knocked me around. But um, we'll have to wait quite some time for that second one. I'm not getting a lot out in the Channel Country here, so it might be, might be a little while. But yeah, one of the strangest stories of recent time. Errol Parker coming full circle, hey? He's done his research and he's happy with what he's found. Well, I'm not exactly happy. Uh, you know, I'm just doing what I've got to do to you see the people that I care about, you know. And if you, Clancy, if you and your old friend George Christensen want to go up to the Philippines on, on your business trips, then you'll need to get vaccinated post-haste, mate. So, you know, this is the brave new world. Halfway there, halfway there. What's in the news this week, Wendell? Yeah, well, it's been a big week of news. We're going to open our account with a story about the Prime Minister's advisor lying awake at night wondering why Scotty called those West Australians cave people. Yeah, one of the stories of the week was Scotty from Marketing's recent attempts at trying to appear relatable. In the wake of him referencing a weird cartoon from 2013 about living in a cave, one of the Prime Minister's bloke advisors spoke to us about the gaffe. He said he lay awake looking at the ceiling for a couple days after the incident, wondering what his boss Scott Morrison hoped to achieve by labelling the citizens of Western Australia cave people and in turn comparing them to characters in the stupid kids' film. He told us, and I quote, I used to believe in him, like, wholeheartedly, but it's just one fuck-up after another. You know, when he referenced Western Australians, you know, when he called them cave people, I just sighed and looked down at my harsh puppies. I mean, you're just giving Mark McGowan handballs with your shit, you know? Fuck me, it's going to be a long few months. McGowan is hitting them like beach balls too, isn't he? Yeah, it certainly does look like a long few months ahead. I just think the reference to the Croods is a fucking weird, weird reference. Who I don't even know anyone who's watched that movie. But anyway, we're going to stay with political news. And Dan Andrews has said that he'll be drinking from the bottom shelf tonight as the situation in Victoria continues to deteriorate. Yes, Wendell, things have gone south down south. As we mentioned last week, Melbourne was doing its best to try and catch Sydney. They haven't gotten close just yet, but there are more cases popping up both in regional Victoria and in Melbourne. So Dan's been forced to adjust his daily drinking choices accordingly. Yes, famously, he went for something from the top of the shelf after Melbourne's last lockdown eased. And this weekend, he's being forced for something nearer to the ground. He didn't go as low as VB, but he decided to whip out the Black Booster Whiskey, which, if you're not familiar with, is a whiskey that comes in a four-litre plastic container. Apparently, it tastes like jet fuel and really knocks your socks off. So that's what it was to take Dan's mind off things for a brief moment in time. Yeah, the last time I had that stuff, mate, I got Bell's Palsy for six days. You know, it doesn't get much worse than that. 
Hitting across the Dutch now, and the New Zealand Stock Exchange has wiped almost 40% off its value in a $35 bloodbath this week. Following news of another prolonged lockdown across the Dutch, the New Zealand Stock Exchange suffered one of its worst days in history on Wednesday, closing some 40% lower than the market's value. Affectionately known to investors both here in Australia and in New Zealand as the Nufty Fufty, it usually hovers between a market capitalisation of about 80 to 100 bucks. But Tuesday was a day from hell. $35 slashed out of the market. This saw some of Aotearoa's largest companies endure even more pain, including plunging Manfreight's total value to $6.04. Unfortunately, a couple of companies like Humper Dick's Pianos did go under, and there are fears that if there's another hit, Plenty more could follow. Terrible news. Matt Lloyd sent in a text to our Texie editor segment in the paper saying, don't worry, they're fine now. I just sent their treasury a $50 Coles voucher. Some entertainment news and a kids' TV show founded by a Chinese-Australian with narcolepsy has been criticised for its diversity efforts. The Wiggles, a titan of kids' entertainment, have come under fire for trying to expand their product to a wider audience. While plenty applauded their decision to go with a new lineup of performers who better represent modern audiences, conservative culture warmongers have fired up, warning the Wiggles will go broke for going woke. Yes, the likes of Matt Canavan took this as an opportunity to stoke the fires of the culture war. But as was pointed out, while the mouth breathers were working themselves up on the internet, the group was originally founded by a bunch of hard-living rock stars that included a Chinese-Australian man visibly suffering from narcolepsy, as well as a giant purple octopus. I feel like diversity's always been their shtick. Yeah, Bruce Campbell, he commented on that story. He actually wasn't having any of it. He said, We should get back to time-honoured biblical tales. It was much more wholesome for kids to be taught about being ripped limb from limb by a bear for calling an old guy baldy than to know that diverse people exist. Well, Wendell, with a name like Bruce Campbell, I'm surprised he's not down at a skate park in Strathpine calling the cops on, on brown kids. Certainly does sound like he'd do that. Now we're going to round out the week with one from here in town. And an anti-vaxxer has told his plumber that after doing a bit of research Research, he doesn't believe his toilet's clogged. Yeah, but Tudor Heights man Declan Dim picked an interesting hill to die on this week. With a brown muck of paper and human shit spewing out of the loo and splashing all over the tiles in his ensuite, instead of just handing over to a plumber and getting out of the way, Declan decided to get into a heated argument with the man. Yeah, the graduate of the College of YouTube began informing the plumber that he wasn't so sure about the evidence being offered up. With the toilet overflowing, Declan continued interrogating the tradie about how much Drano was paying him for some time. However, he eventually realised that his creature comforts were going to be impacted and let the plumber get to work cleaning up his feces. Always seems to be the way with these anti-vaxxers, doesn't it? Anyway, that is all I've got in front of me, so unless you do have anything else to add, we'll leave it on that note. Stay off the beach and wash your hands. Get your jabs. Hooroo! Hooroo!